Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. This is the best platform to use for podcasting. They have everything that you need in one place. If you know me, then you know that I'm not tech savvy. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do anything. But Anchor is so simple and easy to use. And you can make money. So if you are a podcaster or thinking about creating a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. If I didn't have Anchor, there wouldn't be a Disaster Dating 101 podcast. Right now, download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey ladies, I know you guys love, love, love clothing that makes you feel good. Make sure you check out the luxury African-inspired clothing brand Rayma, based out of Toronto. Order today at www.rahyma.com. Use discount code podcast101 and save 15%. I love this brand and I know you guys will love it too. Again, that was www.rahyma.com. Check it out and save on your next order. future love okay <laughs> i'll say future love so i deleted my account uh, so <laughs> last time we talked and i feel like i may be in something see look at that look how things just change in 2.5 2.5 seconds real quick so i feel like this is like the adventures in dating with natasha and robin now oh my gosh <laughs> it is oh my gosh it really is it's like all right probably tuning in but oh my gosh what's going on in their life what's the tea i mean we'll still give you guys some tea not all the tea. not all we'll give y'all past tea little snippets yeah we, we'll give you the past tea we can't give you the current tea because it's still current i know right but i'm crossing my fingers i mean this it, it feels good oh my gosh what i'm smiling non-stop like it feels so good like i'm just so in tune especially when you're on the phone like teenagers Yes, and for someone to really like take the time to pay attention and get to, to call know you, get to call you, make sure you're good. The good morning booze. Like you heard my friend before we started this, he was like, "I'm gonna see you." He's like, "I got all these things to do." He said, "I'm gonna find a way to see yep. you." I That's was like, Ooh. yes, with people she making the time and dedicating to see you. Yes, like I'm just like, and it's but you know what? It's all. It's not all about to how you finish. It's all, I mean, start, it's all about how you finish, you Correct. know? So it's like, this is like, for my case, I'm like, gosh, this is starting off so good. It's starting off so good. And if I want to look into the future, I'm praying that like three months from now, I got to do this short term. Three months from now, yep. then six months, nine months, I got to do quarterly. <laughs> like, but, I pray it's still the same. But you just got to make it work. And yeah. that communication. Commit is key. Oh, man, it's key. We say it all the time. Yep, communication. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Welcome to Disaster Dating 101. I'm Natasha Renee. And I'm Robin Brian. Come join this disastrous journey where we talk about our dating horror story. Real issues. And how we can work through these issues in today's society. And today's episode is, What, what About 
Not your friends. <laughs> We had to phone a friend. We had to phone a friend. <laughs> phone a friend. And since we had a good rapport with him, right? Yeah, we had a great rapport. So I great thought, feedback. Yes. Yeah, so I thought we'll bring that friend right back in. <gasps> so who's so, joining us? Greg. Greg, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready, Greg? I am ready. Okay. Woo-hoo. So what about your friends? The one thing with this discussion... I noticed that when we date, our friends and family do tend to have a say. Even though we say they don't, somewhere in it, um, there's some influence that your your family or friends may have in your relationships. Um, I know for me, even though I'm like a nomad and I'm kind of to myself, <laughs> and, <you are. laughs> and I like Greg is the person that I do talk to about my relationships, and I'm happy that he's here. Good. Because Greg says, don't sabotage, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and absolutely. And all I, the time. All the time. All right. So Greg and I do have these conversations. Okay. I do take some advice from Greg. <laughs> but usually for me, I kind of, I'm in it by myself because, you know, my mom isn't here. Yeah. My dad isn't around so like for me it's kind of like it's just me i can do whatever i want if i make these mistakes yeah so how do you feel about that robin um i i find that i put my my mom and i think my closest friends like i involve them but what i've learned with involving them too it's like if you're gonna share it's when you share because it's like you can share good so you can share bad but you just got to remember that when you share and if it's a bad that they're always gonna you know, look back off the bad time. They're not going to really focus too much on when you were happy because they want your best interest. And then I feel like from there, they start to put kind of like their take on it or their spin on it of what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So I I definitely agree with that. How do you feel about that, Greg? Honestly, I feel a lot of the same. Like you got to be careful with the information that you share with the people in your life Mm -hmm. because they can develop their own thoughts on the person based on what it is that you tell them regardless of whatever relationship they develop themselves Mm -hmm. so I feel like all three of us we all have different family um, aspects Mm -hmm. like Robin you grew up with both parents Mm -hmm. I grew up with step parent Greg you grew up with a step parent but your mom is from the islands Mm -hmm. so (laughs) That's a whole different right there. That's a whole different. Them island mamas, they don't play. So, um, with you two, like like I said, because your parents or a parent is still alive or in your lives, how is that for you guys? Because for me, it's more of my grandparents Mm -hmm. um, introducing people to my grandparents. And yes, they have a say, but it's kind of like it's different because it's not your mother or father. Mm -hmm. So being that you two both have your moms in your lives, Mm -hmm. Robin, how is it for you? Like when you introduce somebody in your mom's opinion about a person? Well, the good thing is Mama Brown is so, like, she loves everybody. Yes, (laughs) she does. She's a sweet person. I love her. And she really doesn't, like, she, my mom really doesn't look at the negative. Like, even if somebody, like, and she's not judgmental. I'm like, she should have been the therapist if she's a nurse. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, she, like, as long as I'm happy and I'm being treated right, you know, that's what she she wants to see. And even, 
even if somebody, if I said something negative about a person, she'll still always try to find the good in them and try to reflect. And then it might be like, well, okay, well, next time, Robin, she'll give me pointers. We'll handle the situation this time, and maybe it won't go left. Okay. Like, I can never say that, um... Oh, only one time that she said something bad or whatever like that it was kind of negative was my son's father and she was just like and she was like and I try to like everybody but she was like I don't see the good in him <laughs> but that was when we were going through our breakup but now since you know she sees how we co-parent and stuff it's true like yesterday they were on FaceTime together shooting a breeze oh, when okay. I dropped my son um so they have a great relationship but um yeah for my case my mom she likes everybody so she just wants to see who I'm happy with. Now, I have now some aunts and uncles who be throwing their little two up. Okay, so what, how is it with them? <laughs> so with them, especially my uncle, since my father is deceased now, so they're taking the role of my dad. So it's just like, basically, you better not bring no, none of these dudes around here. They probably lames. They probably, they're literally, <laughs> their word. they say other words too, but this is a, you know, family type <laughs> show, probably. <laughs> like, you know, like, you need to be dating somebody that's like your father. You know, he was a provider. You dating these bums. Like, you know, back in the day when scrubs was the thing, you can't bring no scrubs around like nobody's good enough for you so I'm like well done then they would be like get a fat ugly guy and I'd be like well get a fat ugly guy they're the worst ones yep they, they definitely are they shout out ones, to my fat ugly ones out there they straight be having a whole bunch of chicks they do always they do. I'm like yeah. who you texting so I'd be like uncles like oh my gosh like what the, in the world they are the worst but I think in their mind they just so see me as the little young girl you know what I'm okay. saying like the little the little girl and like you know not ready to let me go and I'm like 38 now so you know if I tell them about new boo I know it's gonna be like all types of interrogation got it so what Greg with your mom (laughs) so 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 I have a West Indian mother and it's a lot compiled in that yeah she's she's not she's not she's she's quiet and she she that look they talk. My people talk with their face. They don't really do a lot of, of like, you know. They're not the most social people, and it's <laughs> it's funny because until they get to know you, you would really think that a lot of people, like like a lot of my family, doesn't like you. Uh-huh. Did she like and me? Of course, yeah. Oh, and like she she ranted and raved about you. Exactly. And 
how they affect your mm-hmm. relationship. I mean, but there are the families who I know. I've never really been in in the situation because I'm always the nice person (laughs) where some family members may not like your significant other. And when your significant other is there, they make them feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, so Greg, you being the man in this Mm -hmm. topic, how would you handle that? If even not even just family, just friends sometimes Mm -hmm. like, you know, with me being an introvert, I'm very quiet. So I people say I come off as being uh she's to herself or mm-hmm. may say stuff you know she's or stuck up or standoffish yeah. and it's not that it's just that you know starting those conversations are really uncomfortable sometimes so do you defend the person that you're with Greg or do you just let people say whatever they want to say I'm I'm incredibly observant mm-hmm. and when I'm with my 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 significant other I always pay attention to how they're feeling and what's going on. And you can kind of tell when someone's uncomfortable and mm-hmm. I'm going to try to speak to them, see what the problem is. Mm-hmm. And then I directly, directly address the issue with my friend or family. Because mm-hmm. if this is a person who's going to be in my life, then you can't disrespect them yeah. and they can't disrespect you. Okay. I ha- what about you, Robin? Yeah, definitely. Um, to piggyback off of what he said, yeah, I'm glad it's never. I've never had that issue before, though. Thank okay. goodness. So, I've had a, a situation before where you know that when you're dating someone, you vent to them. Yeah. And if if your friend, if you're not feeling your friend that day, or not even really feeling them, but if you're upset, or maybe a family member, you vent to your significant other. Do you think sometimes that those conversations may impact? how that person that you're with may feel about those people. So you're venting. So if I'm like, me and your friends and I'm venting about another person or, or, or let, no, let's say I'm dating somebody. Okay. And let's say with me and you, we had to reschedule. Okay. And I'll be like, dad, you know, I set this whole day out uh-huh. for me and, and Robin to hang blue. out. Yeah. Okay. For us to hang out and she, not, not knowing that everything is fine, but I'm just saying, you know, I had to reschedule, you know, I set all this stuff up and, you know, Robin called me at the last minute. I know she has stuff to do, but she still called me at the last minute. It's, it's a little frustrating, boo, you know, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Cause with me, if everything isn't laid out and Greg knows, I'm all messed up for mm-hmm. like the whole day mm-hmm. if, if things don't go to schedule. And it's not that I'm frustrated with the person. It's just literally me trying to get myself back together and figure out what to do. Okay. So then the boo finally meets you for the first time mm-hmm. and they're like, this is where I've been. They're like, Hey, Oh yeah. I've had that happen before where I've been on that, that side where, um, a friend like she like I kind of disappointed her in one way and like no faults of my own or whatever. But by the time when I met, well, it wasn't even, she was already, that's actually, this is her husband. <laughs> and so I was actually, well, I'm not going to get too much because they'll know who they are. <laughs> but, but like, I could tell because we had an issue or whatever. And that kind of like, our friendship kind of faded out. But I would see that he then had an issue with me. But me and him never had it, you know, and, an issue. But because of her venting and stuff, now we're all cool. Like, okay. we're all, we're, we're good. But then I've been on that side too, the receiving and too, where it's like, I've been vented too. And when I've seen, like, a friend come around, I'd be like, dang, you doing that to, like, you doing that to my friend? Why are you hanging with him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so yeah. what about what about you, Greg? See, that happened to me early on. Like, I was meeting uh, uh, a girlfriend's friend who, mind you, this girl then talked about 
every other every other day there's a problem with this one friend. You know what I mean? So as I meet her, you know, I kind of have my guard up with her because mm-hmm. of everything that my girlfriend said. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, she's such an amazing person, and me and her are still friends. And me and my girlfriend <laughs> don't talk. See, see, you know what I mean? See. So I kind of look at I kind of look at situations. I don't personally take those and internalize yeah. them, but I know that a lot of men do that. They, yeah. uh, they'll listen to that conversation and go, uh, maybe I don't need to, yeah. you know, how, how you doing? Step back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, like I said, for me, I noticed that, and it won't even like, I don't even really get into like detail or be like, Oh my, cause you've talked like, I don't get like, Oh my gosh, I can't stand this person. But I had an ex where, you know, with me just being frustrated and wouldn't go around. I was like, why aren't you going around these people? And it's like, oh, well, you said, I'm like, I said this because I was mad because I had to change the time or waiting for somebody and they were late. Mm -hmm. I was like, it wasn't nothing serious. Like if that person was late or I had to reschedule something, I was like, it wasn't that serious. And I don't think that I said it that serious. Or they would, in their head, oh, your friends don't like me. Mm-hmm. How do my friends don't like you and they never met you? Right. Like, But with those people, it's their self-esteem. Like, those self-esteem yeah, issues. Exactly. Thinking that someone doesn't like them, what? Are, are my friends supposed to be like, hey, such and such, <laughs> hey, Tasha's boo, hey, Robin's boo, yeah. hey, Greg's boo. Like, no, these are my friends. And like, so when dating, do you share friends? Who? Because... <laughs> Like, cause I know some people <laughs> will like, okay, I'm dating you. So now all of a sudden Robin, this is my boo. You're friends with Robin. So let me say this in the NSU world. Like if I went to somebody that I went to college with, I think it would be easy. Like it probably would be a share of a friends, but like my mm-hmm. outside, no, I don't share friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I had one friend who would be like, follow my boo on. The, I'm not following Mm-mm. your boo. No, like I don't want to know anything about your boo. Yeah, because I don't want to be involved if something hit the fan. Go on such and such page, and it goes back to social media. <laughs> like, see what he's doing. Follow him. Uh-uh. I, I don't, I don't want to uh-uh. share no friends uh-uh. with my significant other. Unless it was a friend that we both had in common before. Exactly. We got to know each other. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, mm-hmm. The less I know, the less I'm responsible less for. I know I, that's mm-hmm. right, Greg. Huh. No. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> I know that's right. So, so here's a, another question. Do you feel that how you were brought up, like if you were brought up in a single family home or, you know, having both uh, parents in the home, does that influence your dating and how you date also? So, you know, the mama's boys or <laughs> the daddy's girls or even, you know, girls that have been in a house with just their mom and their dad being absent in their lives. Do you think that that does affect the way that we date? Yeah, to a certain extent, um, because you look, you model sometimes what you're used to and what you see. You you try to emulate that. Like me, I had a two-parent household, and my parents, they were married almost 45 years until my dad passed away, and that's the type of relationship I base the relationship I want to be in, like loving, caring, supportive. So, I mean, I think it just, just depends, but it, it could play a part. Definitely. In my situation, it was the same way, but kind of opposite, where I saw how bad my parents' relationship was, and I saw how rocky my mother's second marriage was, and I try to 
do the opposite of mm-hmm. the things that I saw growing up. Definitely. Yeah, for mm-hmm. me, me also, having a step-parent in the household, I feel, because I have kids, I know that it is a step-parent is capable of taking care of your child as though that child is your own. Mm-hmm. So when I do hear some people be like, well, that's your child. No, if you really care and love that person that you're with, mm-hmm. you would care about their kids. And I'm the, you know, I've experienced mm-hmm. it. My stepfather was in my life since I was four. Mm-hmm. And even with me saying it, I say it so people can know the difference of who I talk about. Yeah. Because if I'm on here, I, if, if people, if you all, you know, the whole audience knew my whole life, I'll be like my dad. Mm-hmm. That's how, how I refer to him as my father. Yeah. You know, I never referred to him as a stepfather. Yeah. That was my father. That is the man who showed me how a man should be. And that's how I do look at when I date guys. Like, mm-hmm. if you aren't like Anthony, I don't want I don't it. Want it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. I don't want any parts of it. I don't want to do it. You know, that's how I feel. And a lot of people I know, some people don't feel like it is an influence. And I, I do. And, and we had that time where, like you said, Greg, I saw what the bad was. Mm-hmm. So I know not to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. No, my parents didn't have the perfect relationship. But you know what? That's the blueprint of what I want my relationship to be. Mm-hmm. I'll tweak this. I'll tweak that. But this is how I, I want it. Mm-hmm. Like, I never seen my parents uh, argue. Okay. Ever. I've never heard my parents curse. Even though I curse around my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're working. <laughs> but I'm working through. So I, I do feel like, you know how you grew up, the people are around you, they have some type of influence. Mm-hmm. It may not be this big influence, but I do feel that they do influence some part of your relationships. Mm-hmm. So what if your your friends or your family says, I don't like this person? No. no. What, what do you do? Like, I don't have time. Why don't you like him? Like, why are you putting, ju- unless you see this man as a serial killer or a pedophile, like, <laughs> <laughs> like to what? Like, what's the reason? Like, literally, just tell me the reason, you know, of why you don't like this person. But that doesn't, you know, make or break. If I like this person, I feel this person is treating me right and everything that I want in a partner, let me go with the flow. Then deep later down there, if you were right, then you were right. But let me find that out. Let me be the one to make that decision. Don't decide for me. So, Greg, what if your friends say no? I, I get understand, and I understand certain intuitions and, and, you know, vibes that people get from people. But at the same time, you got to be able to live your own life and take accountability for what it is that you're doing with this person so it's like everybody's not going to like the person you're with right away but then again they're not spending as much time with them as you are mm-hmm. so you you're going to get to know this person a lot better than they know the person mm-hmm. in the few minutes exactly. that you introduce them yeah because as much as a lot of people say no i always like you like you said you're you're not spending that time you i can't explain to you thoroughly why I like this person. Yes, you may see the bad because nobody's not perfect. Yes, you may see the bad. Yes, it may be a bad relationship, but when we got into it, we saw something good within that person Mm -hmm. when we started dating them. So, yes, our friends may have been right. So, do you all have the friends that or family members that will come back? I told you so. (laughs) Friends, yes. (laughs) 
yes, not, not so much family, but definitely friends. Definitely friends. <laughs> and will not let me live it down either. <laughs> I got two in particular. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up part one and, you know, just finish talking about, like, just maybe comparison of relationships, how we look at, like we said, our parents' relationships or maybe mm-hmm. our aunt or our uncle. And also, like, when do we introduce mm-hmm. that that boo to mommy, daddy, and our friends? So we're going to wrap up part one, and then we're going to get back and start part two. Okay, you guys? All right. Okay. All right. I'm on it. Hey, Disaster Dating listeners. I know you guys may have heard me um, mention this brand before, but if you haven't checked out Love Accordingly Clothing on IG, you're definitely missing out. So right now, go to love underscore accordingly 215 on IG and place your order and tell them you listen to the Disaster Dating 101 podcast and you will save 20% off of your first order. The quality is great and you're getting a discount, 20% off. That was love underscore accordingly, 215. I know you guys won't be disappointed, so check them out now. Back with part two of What About Your Friends? So (laughs) while we were wrapping up part one, um, Greg actually posed a really good question. Um, Greg, so what we'll do is we'll start off with Greg's question and then we'll, you know, finish the episode off, however it goes. Uh, so my question was basically, at what point do you take accountability for your feelings in your relationship and stop allowing outside influences to affect your relationship? So such as family and friends and things like that. At what point do you start to develop that? Mm-hmm. You start to see it's too many issues, for real. When it's a lot of arguing and cattiness. Like. So for me, being, you know, we have to continue to go off my last relationship because it was my most recent relationship. And Greg can be the example of me cutting my friends off, but not really looking at, what I was doing because okay. I what we stopped talking for almost a year right because my ex had an issue with me talking to Greg mm. and I could FaceTime with Greg right there like Greg has no ill will or you know nothing and so my ex had an issue with Greg I, I used the example my ex said that nobody and liked him like when I had invitations for uh, any like parties or anything I would tell my friends can you please put his name on here mm-hmm. like can you make sure it's a Tasha and her boo yeah so even with that he was like well they didn't invite me directly and I felt so at the point like him and I would have arguments where why is it and I, I think I said this before why is it that when your friends invite you somewhere, I'm supposed to get up mm-hmm. and go. But when my friends send the invite, it's a no. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I don't want to go. So I became isolated from my friends. Mm. 
Like I didn't talk to them as much because my partner at the time had an issue, a serious issue for no reason. So I kind of stepped back from a lot of my friends and like didn't see them as much because my, in my relationship, my partner had an issue with my friends, but there was no issue. Mm. Like it real story. My ex said, your friend, and I'm using names, only my friend's names. <laughs> your friend, Jennifer, doesn't like me. Mm. And I'm like, which one? And that's why I'm saying names. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's like, your best friend. Mm. And I'm like, okay. So what I did was, I called my best friend. Okay. And we were on speakerphone, and I said it right there. And I was like, he just said that he didn't, you didn't like him. And she's like, what are, and first thing she said was, which Jennifer? Uh-huh. Like, which one are you talking about? And I'm like, no. And I asked him this one, right? And he's like, yeah. So she's like, why would he say something like that? I've never said anything. I never posted anything. We don't even talk bad about him. Mm-hmm. So where would he get this from? So her and I are going back and forth. As soon as we get off the phone, he's like, now she's not going to really like me. Oh. But you said that she didn't like, like you. you. Yeah. So for me, as far as with that question, as far, as far as the accountability, no, my friends don't have the influence, but I also now pay attention to how my relationship is. Okay. I pay attention to, is this person pulling me away from my friends? Mm-hmm. You know, cause some people don't, you, you don't need to go out, you know, you need to stay here. Why are you always going out? So I pay attention to those red flags of, is this person trying to isolate me? Mm-hmm. You know, my friends, like I said with Greg, it's plenty of times I'll listen to what you have to say and I'll say, thank you. We'll have those heart to hearts. But as I always say, you know, I'm going to make my choice in this, mm-hmm, exactly. you know, I'm not cutting Greg off no more. If, if they can't accept Greg, they can't accept me. Exactly. Yeah. So what about you, Greg? I told you so. Um, honestly, I've never really been too much for outside influences mm-hmm. on the people that I, I grow to care about. So it's kind of like, for me, I don't allow too many things inside from outside. But then again, like you said, you also have to pay attention to the way your significant other moves and how that affects your outside relationships Mm -hmm. because I've, I've been, I've been the friend that gets cut off a whole lot. So I understand that it's not, it's not really. And again, like depending on, on who you are as a person, you can understand another person's relationship and not take it personally. Mm -hmm. But some people do take that personally. They internalize it. So I kind of, I try to be aware. Okay. That's the best. That's true. I mean, that that definitely makes sense. Like I said, I know for me, I've had the bad part of that. You mm-hmm. know, I've experienced that part. And that was something that I said I would never want to experience or be in that situation because that really brings you down. But that also, you have to look at that person. What is that person going through for them to want to pull you or isolate you 
from your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people that are in abusive relationships, yep. that's how it starts. That person isolates you from your friends, mm-hmm. and then you may feel like, you know, I don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. You are the only person that I have, and they're strictly dependent on their that significant control. other. Mm-hmm. And that's how people control, and we don't, we don't realize that that, is a control mechanism that some people use. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just men, also women. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. It's it's on both ends. Yep. We we don't pay attention to those signs. That's why mm-hmm. I said for me, now I pay attention to those signs. It's not my friends. It's the person that I'm that with. with. Mm-hmm. If if they're trying to pull me and just have me, so to say, for themselves. So with that, with you know, with the question that you posed. Do you guys, you know, we were talking about as far as having a blueprint of what we see. Yes, we may have a blueprint, but do we compare our relationships with either family members or friends or what we see on social media? Because, you know, on social media, (laughs) these be some happy people on social media. Like, it's a couple of couples I follow and I'm like, you know what? I want that. Yeah. You know, so... Getting into something new, do we compare our relationships or do we start all over and try to find what fits us? I start over and try to find what fits me. Um, I just, that's, that's all I can be is me. I mean, because half of this stuff that we see that's glorified on social media, some of them, like you said, some people might truly be happy, but a lot of them, it's a fraud. I'm sorry, they're frauds. Like, yeah, the only thing that I can put that I can try to model and represent and like reflect on is just my parents' marriage. Cause I saw the positive in that and not so much want that, but want something like that. Okay. What about you, Greg? I think it's the worst thing you can do is to compare your situation to a situation. You really don't know everything about. Mm-hmm. Like I've had friends get into serious arguments about having relationship comparisons with one another. Like, you can, depending on your partner, you can really cause a rift between you two comparing your situations. No, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. I know with me, it's all new. I come at, into a new, um, you know, how I don't look at other people's relationships. Like I said, I like how some things are. And I may send the person I'm with like, ooh, I thought this was cute. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, this is this is how I act, mm-hmm. you know. But it's not me comparing like, this is us. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, you know, that's cute, you know, or ideas. Or you see the post, like, I want my next relationship to be like R&B, uh, 90s R&B or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that. I, I, I mean, it, it sounds good. But it's what you make it. Exactly. You know, my thing is, I want my next relationship, as I always say, I want that person to be my best friend. Definitely. I want to, like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I love heart. So Mm -hmm. I want somebody to be able to take all of my emotions (laughs) and my roller coaster, because I be on that roller coaster sometimes. (laughs) I just need... <laughs> I just need somebody to be able to accept the good and the bad because it's plenty Flaws of times. And all. Fl- yeah, because <laughs> it's plenty of times I know with me where I had somebody say that didn't even know me. 
like knows what they see on social media and they're like, I'm in love with you. How are you in love no, with I'm me? Not. You do not know me. So and they're like, my last name? I, exactly. <laughs> what's my first name? Maybe. <laughs> what's my favorite color? What you don't I what eat? I don't what am I, what yet. am I allergic to? Right. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I asked him, I'm like, oh, how are you in love with me? Oh, and goodness. you don't know me. And he's like, I like your style. I like your personality. I said, but mm-hmm. you ain't met the other part of me. Right. Because I know for a fact, if you met, as I always say, Renee, mm-hmm. you'll be gone. <laughs> Greg said, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I wish I could see Greg's face right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Renee is something Renee else. Knows. Renee's a piece of work. Renee is a bag of cats shook up, and she knows it. She <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why I got to be That's a what bag got me. Of... I was like, oh, look at the Greg's just face. That pulled me more in. Like, ooh, what's the why tea? Why I got to be a bag of cats? Right. <laughs> what's the tea? You know, you know yourself, and you know how sometimes you can go a little off the rails from time to time. But <laughs> you always bring it right back. She rolls it back in. Really bad. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing today. I wish y'all could have seen that face. That was priceless. Oh, God. we working on it. we working on it. Remember? That's what you we said, still... right? Work in, progress. She's work in progress. Yes, She's working work in progress. <laughs> work in progress. Oh, goodness. Oh, hilarious. Thanks. Right. You know, now I'm all off because of this whole And I'm over bag, here cheesing. Like, I'm over here. I'm over here cracking up like, what? A bag of cats. Oh, my God. But, oh, you know, that person just saying, you know, somebody that they see the image of me mm-hmm. and yeah. they're like, you're in love. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Because once you meet the other side, you may be cursing me out and calling me all kinds of names. <laughs> Dang, Greg is like that. Uh, she's a good person. No, not, she is. Not, I am. Even, even some of the bad isn't as bad. So The good outweighs the bad. Just, yes, always. But... You want somebody to get to know that side, yeah. Yeah. to to be comfortable, to be able to be responsive to you yeah. in that space, positively responsive. Yes. So, you know, we've comparing relationships, the opinion of our friends. So, when do we introduce our significant other to our friends? Like, when is soon too soon, or do we wait? Or does it even matter? To me, it doesn't matter. If it's a vibe, let's let's introduce. You can meet my boo, you know. You could have met him today. I know. Came over. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, it don't matter. I'm the same way. You might meet on the first date, or it might take nine months. It all depends on the person. Mm-hmm, exactly. You, you got to get that. So, it's it's whenever, but my family, my, my grandfather has this 90-day thing. Really? Oh yeah, you on Steve Harvey kicking us? No, Steve no, Harvey oh, have ninety. No, <laughs> not that ninety day. <laughs> so he says, if we aren't together for three months, he don't want to meet him because usually before three months, I'm done. Uh, well, that's a, well, that's well, hey, I'm with Granddad. So, yeah. so if it, if it if lasts, that's thing, yeah. so if it lasts long, guys, just know. If we are together past three months, we're gonna be together for some years. It's gonna be some years. <laughs> if we can make it through the three months. It's some years added that to that. first quarter. Mm. So, yeah, my, my grandfather is like, if y'all ain't been together for three months, I don't want to meet him. 
Don't yeah. don't bring them to the house. I after feel after, that, after three months, you can bring them to the house, and yeah. then I'll I'll you know I'll talk to them. But before that, I mean, if they come, they come. But I don't, I don't got much to say about yeah. it. Yeah, because he gonna be like, all right. Who are you? <laughs> he like, what flavor is this of the month? All right, get the names mixed up. Hey, which one is this? Which one is this? <laughs> Alan, is that you? Oh, Bobby, my bad, Bobby. Tyrone. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah, so I mean I, feel him. I mean like, you know, like like we said, I I don't care. Um it's no problem to me. I'm not a serial dater, but you know, I I date. Mm-hmm. I don't da- now don't purpose. don't do it. Don't stop. <laughs> stop it right now, please. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Other than what we talked about last when was the last time I was dating, dating? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If that was not right on and perfect, I wish we had a video. Y'all, I wish we had a record of what just happened. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. My anxiety is, like, on 20 right now. I got to calm down. Oh, my God. She has to calm down of so, what just happened. I know you guys just heard that beat. <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> Do that apologize. is not, he makes a way when there is no way. I'm so, <laughs> Listeners, I do apologize because there's no way that I can edit that part out at all without <laughs> taking out the whole conversation. If this phone beep one more time. If it beeps one more time, I don't know what's going to. I did send a text message saying <laughs> what I was doing. If the phone beeps one more time, I'm going to expose you person that's calling. No, I'm playing. And, and I thought I put my do not disturb on, but apparently. I don't want that smoke. That was funny. We just got all derailed, but this is what a podcast <laughs> is about. It's funny. I, I know for a fact Greg knows who it is. That wasn't even divine even... intervention. That wasn't even, we need another divine intervention to come. That so, was... oh let's, let's, let's rewind. Please, let us rewind. Whew, take, gotta... take five. Take five. I got to take take a So, Greg. Other than what's going on right now, and other than that beep that <laughs> came on. <laughs> oh now, goodness. when was the last time that you knew that I was in a relationship? We're not counting the, the beep, because that, that's, that's not, not a that's relationship. A that's not a relationship. That's not, not a relationship. That's a situationship. Oh, and then not, you know, the other thing. Yes. So... It's been a little while. You you you're not like a, a serial one after the other data. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. I'm you not that listeners. I'm not potentials. Cause I, I can't keep up either. Ooh, I can't. I'm bad. G- Greg sees when I'm like everywhere. <laughs> like I can't oh, even wow. get my life straight. <laughs> to let alone be out here serial dating, huh? <laughs> to be like, let me get me first, and then I'll be. <sighs> oh, that 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 was funny. That was funny. And that, this is a great way oh, to end. Perfect. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> Greg, do you have anything that you want to conclude with this episode? 
no, I think I think that everything was said. I think all of the things that have fallen together have fallen together for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's my that's that's my word on it. I'm, I'm I think introducing family and how we let our families affect our relationships is something that should be considered and discussed mm-hmm. within your relationship. Mm-hmm. So. What about you, Robin? Um, at the end of the day, you know, unfortunately, we can't choose our family. We can choose our friends, you know. But just know from all of this, you don't need validation from anybody. You no. know, if you're happy, you're happy. And if that person makes you happy. Now, granted, if some hits the fan later on, and then, then my two friends will be like, I told you so. <laughs> well, let me find out on my own. But what, just do what makes you happy. Well, today I learned I need to get my ish together. <laughs> Breathe in and then just, y'all just breathe. Breathe in. Breathe out. I I definitely need to get my ish together because apparently I still got some issues that I need to uh, tie up and get this stuff straight. You definitely do. But we'll be talking about it next episode. So any um, mental health tips? Breathe because right now (laughs) Natasha Renee needs to breathe. So that's my, find your zen, find your happy face and meditate. Get you some candles and just literally, we can do it together. Come on. Inhale. Exhale. Boom. That's it. <laughs> All right. Um, Greg, are you still being, are you sharing your uh, social media or, you know, are you anonymous? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not- still anonymous for hey. now. Thanks. Yep. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, I feel like I need to be anonymous. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. This is hilarious. Well, thank you guys for listening thank you so to much. Disaster Data 101. I am Natasha Renee. And I am Robin Brion. And you can follow us on Instagram at Disaster Dating 101 Podcast. Please, you guys, subscribe. Please. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. Yes. Thank you guys again. And breathe. Breathe. Please breathe. One, two, three, breathe. Because as soon as I press stop, I'm about to breathe. (laughs) Shout out to Kila for you.